Hey guys, welcome back to another third period podcast. This time it's about the Ravens. Not a great game last night. A lot of, lot to talk about. A lot to talk about. I mean, it was an absolutely – the first half was, was just one of the worst halves of football I've ever seen a Ravens team play. I'm not sure if that's just me being a very privileged fan over the last couple of years or just us getting absolutely annihilated by Patrick Mahomes. Um, it wasn't, it wasn't pretty all around. It felt like we lost by a lot more than 14 points last night. It, it, it just, it was not great. Not great at all. Do we want to start with the offense or the defense? Let's, let's start, let's start with the offense. All right. So Lamar Jackson, um, had a, had a game played. Um, I know there are, there are disputes on how he played. So he went 15 for 28, I believe, for 97 yards. So, so obviously this could have been counteracted the, by a lot of drops. There were a lot of drops. Mark Andrews dropped a very – like a, a touchdown pass that he should have caught. Hollywood had a couple of drops. Willie Snead – or it was um, uh, Miles Boykin and Devin, du- Devin DuVernay both had a drop. It was, it was not a great performance from the wide receiving core all around. But – on the other note, Lamar didn't play particularly well, in my opinion. I think he, he had a couple of opportunities where he could have taken over, and it seemed like he was flustered. It, when, once we got down in the second half, he was just flustered the entire time. The Chiefs were bringing different looks than he's seen before. Um, he said it was just like the Titans game last year where they were playing low safeties in his press conference, and that's clearly how you beat him. Um, that's his two losses in the past year. So that's my take on the offense. Uh, to to just start with the offense, um, the Chiefs are not a blitzing team. They they don't blitz often. They usually just split. They usually just send three or four. They have good pass rushers, Chris Jones and um, sorry, I'm forgetting his name. Um, Frank Clark. Frank Clark. Sorry, both really good pass rushers, and then they kind of rotate everybody else in. But they were bringing heat, especially on third down, which was um something that. They probably weren't looking at uh, during the week, which is, I think, why it worked so much. And obviously, we have a young offensive line. Skur is young. Tyree Phillips is a rookie. Uh, Bozeman's in his third year, but he's only been starting for – he's only started 16 games at this point. Orlando Brown's pretty young. And Ronnie Stanley's our most experienced guy, and he's only in his, what, fourth, fifth year? Still on his rookie contract. I mean, so young line, not a lot of experience – um, so it definitely showed, um, our, our running backs didn't block very well. I noticed, I think they kind of got stagnant almost. They'd like, they'd see two blitzers and they wouldn't block either. They pick, they wouldn't pick either. And that's the way you kind of have to go to one. Um, and then obviously I don't, I mean, I don't want to talk about it too much. Our, Mark Andrews played God awful worst game of his career, hands down. Um, I think if he catches that ball up the seam, that beautiful for Lamar, um, gave to him up the seam. That put it put it right in his hands, um, and then he catches the touchdown. Completely different game. I think I think that changes a lot. Um, and Hollywood played bad, but you know Lamar. I'm not, I'm 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 not going to say Lamar played great. He didn't play bad. He played. He wasn't. It was an eh game for him. I think. I mean, he missed some passes, but I mean that happens. Like Mahomes missed a couple passes, and Mahomes is the better quarterback. So I mean, he's going to miss less passes, but. Lamar didn't play a terrible game. He didn't get any help. That's that's what I'm going to settle with. Yeah, um, 
I would have to agree. I just think it's kind of exactly what happened with that game against um, the Titans last year where there was that ball up the middle, and it was two Mark Andrews both times, and it really just changed the whole flow of the game because, you know, we were down, I think it was 13-3. to Duvernay got that kick. He ch- I thought it was going to change the whole momentum of the game. He returned it for a touchdown, and then we caused a three and out. So at that point, it's 13-10. to and we have the ball. It's second and seven, and he goes up, down, down the middle right up the seam. A perfect ball to Andrews, and he just doesn't get it. And if we get that, we go on to either get a field goal or a touchdown, I think the game could be entirely different. That's not really making any excuses, though, because there was plenty of other chances that we could have had and we didn't capitalize. But for me, it was kind of like that game last year in the playoffs where the momentum really swang on that play. And, you know, I agree that Lamar, did, he didn't play terrible. He missed a pass. He threw one out of bounds on, like, Near the end of the game, it just wasn't a good throw. But, like, we honestly, we got outplayed and outcoached in every aspect. We didn't deserve that win to win that game. Mahomes played, like, the best quarterback in the league that he is. And, I mean, there's nothing else to say. I was really disappointed in Greg Roman. Like, um, you know, he, we, we give him praise for helping develop Lamar, and absolutely he does deserve some of that. But here's, here's the thing. We're a running football team. We ran for more yards last year. Um, in one year than any team has in NFL history. So you clearly have the backs. We added J.K. Dobbins, who is the talent, most talented back in our backfield. Um, and we still were down by a touchdown and we refused to run the ball. It, like, it doesn't, like, being down by two scores doesn't mean you pass it every time. Um, I, think, I think Roman, um, this it's not just Roman, it's also Lamar, but Roman Roman definitely takes more of the blame here. I, I I think it's worrisome that he won't stick with the run game when we're down. Yeah, and and one of the issues I'm seeing is Mark Ingram keeps getting carries. Um and more carries than that those of J.K. Dobbins when he has been really unproductive this year he had one rung in the texans game and whipped he do he had a wide open hole i mean literally any running back i feel like could have gone through that hole and scored a touchdown but gus edwards continues we're continuing to see what he's done over his entire career he's gaining yards he's averaging like six yards per carry jk dobbins is a beast out of the backfield i mean he's he's really taking that role as a third down guy um kind of just used in the receiving game i want to see him used more in the running game I say, you know, Mark Ingram kind of takes that third down role as um, as the season progresses because I really, really do not like what I'm seeing out of him so far. Yeah, I completely agree. Gus Edwards has been – like last year he was the most yards per carry on our team, I think besides maybe Lamar, but out of the running backs, I'm sure of that. And then this year he's doing the same where he is getting the most yardage every time he touches the ball. And if Mark's not going to produce it, we have three running backs for a reason. We didn't roster – three plus justice who's i don't think was even active for this game but they're all in the roster we didn't roster ball not to use them if mark's not producing you should give the ball to gus or jk yeah gus gus these past two weeks has looked just amazing like legitimately one of the best runners of the football in the nfl and that's not even an exaggeration he has been i don't think i've ever seen him get tackled for a loss and, and that's all the years me and taylor talk about this all the time I, I don't – I've never seen it. I have never seen him get tackled for loss. And, I mean, it probably has happened once or twice, but he just falls forward. Like, it looks like it's going to be a one-year gain. He turns into four. It, he needs to get more carries, and J.K. absolutely needs to get more carries. Um, I, think, I think it should be almost like a 40-40-20. Like, Dobbins and Gus with 40% of the snaps, and then Mark should get like 
and and that's I mean Mark is still he's still good back. It's just he's not he's having a rough start of the season, and you kind of give give the ball to the hot hand. And I think that we all know, like with Mark's personality and just the way he is, I don't think he's going to be the kind of player who's going to say, "No, I need these carries. I need these carries." He is okay with getting some of the snaps and being that mentor for the younger guys because he's got a great mentality, great personality, and he wants to do what the Ravens want, need to do to win. Yeah, he's hopefully. Great yeah. goal line back. Like, even if Mark Ingram last year, what, he was, like, second in the NFL in touchdowns or yep. at, behind, like, Derrick Henry maybe. Um, he He's awesome at the goal line. He's really thick, short. Like, it's, he's extremely hard to tackle. So, I mean, I would be – I would love to see J.K. and Gus – um, in kind of like the 20 to 20. And then once you get in that side, that like 15, 10 yard line, see more of uh, Mark Ingram. I mean, the Ravens last night, um, we averaged 7.5 yards per carry on the ground. We averaged when we passed the ball, we averaged 3.5 yards. That is just a, and, and the fact that we passed it 28 and the fact that we passed it more than we rushed it on those numbers is just absolutely ridiculous it, it shows it, it has to give the coaches a wake-up call and I feel like we come here every year we have the Chiefs it's a wake-up call and I honestly could see the Ravens like winning out in all honesty like like we are probably the better team on every the, for the oh, rest of the season absolutely. on the schedule our, our roster is significantly better yeah our, I mean the Chiefs are working with I mean just terrible cornerbacks like a third round rookie Hollywood was burning them all night last night oh yeah I and and they're they're working with really rough cornerbacks so I mean our team is legitimately a, a roster level above the, the Chiefs but I mean they were it's just that Mah- that Mahomes x factor is just so yeah, much Mahomes, better Mahomes didn't really miss any passes yeah, yeah I, mean, I agree with Taylor I think that like although this is a wake-up call like no analyst is now gonna say oh the Ravens like the Ravens are terrible the Ravens are bad we should be favored to win essentially every single other game for the rest of the season. And I think we will. Maybe we'll drop one to, like, I don't even know who, but we're going we're gonna to make the playoffs. We're going to be in there. But the problem is it's just the next time that we see 15, can we, can we beat them? And it's going to be a real test because it's going to be probably AFC Championship that we're going to see we'll them again. And for the next decade. Be in Kansas City. It'll be in Kansas City. They'll probably have some fans, if not more than they already do now. And it was pretty loud there that opening night with just 13,000 or 18,000 fans that they had. So there's going to be somewhat of an advantage there. And that, that's Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that, that whole fans thing, I mean, it, it, it really, it really kind of struck me last night. It, it, it had a, I, I had a thought about it. And it's really annoying, I'm going to be honest, that some teams get to have fans and some oh, teams. Oh, absolutely. It's such it's, an advantage. It's, it is so unfair. I mean, you see the teams this year who have fans, they're doing much better at home. They're doing much better at home. The Jags won at home. I mean, really? The Jags don't win at home. <laughs> they don't have fans, but they had the some. Saints, the Saints are unbeatable at the Superdome. Unbeatable because it's just impossible to hear anything. It's one of the – Hardest stadiums to play in, probably not the hardest. And they lost week two to the Raiders home. Or no, they did. That wasn't home. Was the um? That was in Green Vegas. Game? Green Bay's game was home. Green Bay's game was. Yeah, home. yeah that was yeah. home. Yeah, they're not losing to Green Bay with fans. It's just mm-hmm. not gonna happen. And and it's and it's tough to see because you know last night I really felt like. You know, Mahomes and the Chiefs O-line were just having a heyday against the Ravens defense. And we'll get to the Ravens defense in a second. Um, in the first half, it was just – it was it was really tough because Mahomes, he's basically playing at home. And 
in my memory, Mahomes is unstoppable at Arrowhead and with no sound, it's, it's really tough. And it's, it is annoying how some teams do have that advantage. And I either hope that the NFL will set restrictions on fans or maybe say, Hey, we encourage you to, you know, put in this, like maybe 10% of your capacity in the stadium as Kansas city and Dallas are doing um, rather than just saying, you know, you work it out among yourselves because it's really, it's really just hurting. It's hurting the, t- the cities that are, you know, more affected by COVID. It's tough. Yeah. So yeah. let's, let's move to the defense. Let's move to the defense. Um, I guess we start, I guess we start with the D line, right? I mean, yeah. Oh God. It was okay. Just... So let, let's start with the run defense. The run defense yeah. last year was God awful. It is significantly better. You can mm-hmm. tell Calais Campbell and Derek Wolf have helped this team a lot on the run defense. Clyde Edwards-Lair, great back. I mean, he was a couple runs, but, I mean, he's a good back. He's going to get a couple runs, and they have a good offensive line. Uh, but I thought the running defense was really good. I mean, I wish I wish they ran the ball more. I mean, I wouldn't if I were them. But yeah. the run defense was good. Here's, here's where we get to the problem, the, the, the sleekest point of our team. We have zero pass rush. We don't have any pass rush. Judon, they, I mean, um, Wink tries to put him everywhere on the field to somehow get him to the quarterback, and he is, he never gets there. He is not, does he have a pressure this year? Does he have a single pressure? Our best pass rusher is Tyus Bowser, who actually didn't have his worst game last night. He had a couple pressures. Got to Mahomes. He touched him twice, but he couldn't bring him down. He just couldn't get him down, yeah. Bowser, I told Taylor before this season he was going to have a breakout season, and he was—he just told, said I was an idiot. He no, 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 no. You're, you're talking about – I didn't think Bowser. I thought Jalen Ferguson. I hate Ferguson. Him. I said Bowser. I said Bowser, and you told me I was an idiot because you think he sucked. But he I, I think Jalen Ferguson sucks, but well, – yeah, yeah, I agree with that. He's, he's abysmal in the pass rush. I don't, I don't understand how you have 50 sacks in college and can't get a sack in the NFL. Is he an out of one his entire career? I think he's won, maybe. Yeah, I think it was against, like, the Texans last year when we had, like, seven like, sacks. seven games last year. Yeah. Yeah, it's, also, it's, I, wanted, it's I wanted to talk about Travis Kelsey last night. He oh. seemed to find every single pocket of space available on the entire field. And I understand, like, this is the fastest unit in the NFL. It's the most threat down the field. So we're going to have to – our corner's going to have to drop. It's going to have to be – but, I mean – they were talking on TV in the beginning of the game how they were so confident with Jimmy Smith and Deshaun Elliott being able to cover Travis Kelsey, and it seemed like Travis Kelsey had every opportunity to catch the ball that he wanted to. Anytime he wanted it, he was catching it, and there wasn't a guy within four yards of him. Yeah. And I get – like also Patrick Queen, he is new. We can't expect him to be holding the middle of the field yeah, like super game. well, especially with Patrick Mahomes being so – like he's like he's just so good at throwing people off and – I'm not blaming Patrick Green. He's young. He's he's gonna get a lot better. But what were what was Deshaun Elliott and Jimmy Smith doing? Like they were supposed to be covering Travis. So so here's the here's the thing. Um, I was watching it. I rewatched a bunch of plays where um, Kelsey was getting open. And I mean K- Travis Kelsey, at least in my opinion, is the best tight end in the NFL. I I mean Kittle's great, but Kelsey's a level above him, route running wise and just receiving the ball. He's He's at a different tier. I mean, he's had a thousand yards four times in a row. No tight end's ever done that in NFL history. Um, but Jimmy Smith actually didn't do a terrible job. The problem is, is when you have to guard a guy 
who's that good for five seconds and Mahomes running out of the pocket. There's no pass rush. It's, I mean, it's impossible to guard Travis Kelsey for five seconds. It's, it's unable, you can't do it one-on-one. It's impossible to do. So, I mean, I think that's why he was, he looked so open because one, he's great. And two, he had, he had to guard him for five seconds. And Chubb, do you know how much uh, Jadavion Clowney is getting paid over in Seattle? Uh, in or no, sorry, not, not in Seattle. 15. I, I really would have liked him. I really so, so and what, Judon's so, getting 17? Judon's not, getting 16. Well, see, Judon, Judon is, the, uh, is a um, – it's a franchise tag. Yeah, so and, he, and, and yeah, it takes him that. And the problem is, like, we couldn't get rid of Judon. Like, there was no – we couldn't pay anybody else. I mean, we maybe could have tried to get JPP, but he wanted to stay in um, Tampa Bay when Brady stayed. I mean, everybody's like, oh, Brady. But um, – you know, we, we can't just, like, leave – like, Judon is not t- – I mean, actually, he's playing terrible, but he wasn't bad last year, so you can't just, like, let him go and not replace him at all. Yeah. I, think the, I think the biggest problem was we didn't draft a, an outside – we didn't draft a pass rusher. Came in as – I mean, middle linebacker, yeah, was probably our number one need, but, but outside linebacker was not too far behind, and we didn't even look at it. We didn't, we didn't go for it at all. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's just been tough to see because even in the first two weeks, um, our pass rush hasn't been awesome. It hasn't. Um, and I, I wouldn't say the Texans nor Browns lines are necessary, necessarily elite, and we're not racking up more than two sacks against them. Um, but it, it's just going to be tough, man, because – mean, we do have a pretty easy schedule down the stretch. But once it comes playoff time, you got to have pass rush to beat teams like the Chiefs. And really, honestly, right now, I think the Patriots could make a run at the Ravens. I, I hate to say that, but the way we played last night and the way our defense played, um, I, I don't know. Actually, I, I, don't, I don't agree with what I just said, and I don't think the Patriots <laughs> can make a run at we, us. Um, but uh, if, if you get a West Coast offense um, and, we, a, and a good offensive line, it's going to be tough to stop them. I also want to talk about the corners. Like, I, I get it. I said this earlier. The Chiefs are the fastest offense on the team. Sammy Watkins is like, he runs a 4-3, and I think he's the third fastest wide receiver they have, which is just absolutely ridiculous. But, I mean, Marcus Peters, when you're playing that kind of team, you have to make a decision. And they were talking about it last night. He was either giving way too much cushion and allowing them to have free first downs, or he was just biting routes like the one that McCall Harmon scored and left to Sean Elliott to mark one-on-one not even near McCole Hartman, and they scored a touchdown off of it. So, and additionally, McCole Hartman almost had another touchdown on Marlon Humphrey where, I mean, if he could have made that one-handed grab, I get it was a hard catch, but the coverage was not good. And, like, they're fast, but we, we just have to be at least more physical with them. I, I kind of disagree. I think, I think the coverage from the corners were pretty good. And the one where um, Deshaun Elliott led up that touchdown of McCole Hartman, that Peters did have the um, – the flat there, and then um, Elliot was supposed to. Um, he, he had the deep zone. He wasn't allowed supposed to let anybody buy him, but he really he jumped it. He thought he was going to get a pick, and McCall Hartman just flew by him. And there's nothing he could do. Um, I think it just goes back to the fact that like you can't guard you can't guard a guy who's got who runs a four three for um, five seconds. It's yeah, there's no pass rush. It's impossible. It, you, it can't be done. Marlon Humphrey is one of the best corners in the NFL. Marcus Peters is one of the best corners in, in the NFL. I, it can't be done. You see it with even um, 
Actually, no, that, that wouldn't make sense. I'm... <laughs> okay, well, I mean, we can talk about the one positive light of the entire night was Devin DuVernay. I mean, we, oh, yeah. he, we his kick return was extremely, extremely good. I mean, he just outran everybody on the field. So you can fast. see how fast he's he so is. Fast. It's absolutely ridiculous. He tried to give us a spark in that game. He did his best, but un- we were unable to capitalize on that. But I he mean, did but, look really but, good. I think the absolute edge on played him. really well was Chuck Clark. I, I think he played yeah. really well. Um He's not a guy who's particularly amazing in coverage, but he looked really good out there. I didn't see him mess up at all. And obviously he had that great forced fumble. Um, he's really turning into – he's really becoming like a legit um, above-average safety for us. And, I mean, it, it's great to see, especially on the contract we have him on, three, three more years, $6 million a year, that's – Awesome money, especially for a guy who's um, playing the way he is so far. Should we look ahead to the next week? Oh, yeah. I mean, there's, there's not that much to talk. I mean, this matchup is – it's something. Traveling, but. traveling down to Washington. You know, we haven't beaten Washington since 2009, I think it is. Is that when we uh, broke RG3's hip or knee or no, something? No, we, no, we lost – we lost to RG3. Yeah, um, we only played him once since then. I no, thought we, we injured him. him. We remember when CJ Mosley got an interception and bowled it into the end. In- yeah, that, that was the second <laughs> time. Um, so well, I, I look. I don't see us losing. Uh, I just um, I see us going up maybe twenty-one-zero in the first quarter. Um, I would be worried, but their best player, Chase Young, is. I'm 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 assuming he's out. He left the game early with a groin injury. And groin injuries are never fun. They're 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 a struggle that we'll run with. So um, <clears throat> I I don't know what how to say. I mean, I, I think I think the receivers have to step up. I think they will. I think they um, will not drop the ball as much. At least hopefully, um, O line needs to step up. I think I think just everybody has to have a better game in order to make me like feel good about this team again. Yeah, and, and we've got a couple of easy games coming up. I think we've got the. Uh, Washington, um, Cincinnati, then maybe Jacksonville in, in the next three games. I mean, it's just – it's really and – then, and then Pittsburgh at home. So we have Cincinnati no somewhere I'm, in there too. I'm not worried about Pittsburgh in the slightest. Like, yeah. one bit. Their secondary looks terrible. They like to talk about how Joe, Joe Hayden's one of the best corners in the NFL. Nope, not at all. <laughs> not one bit. Not one bit. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but, but then again, it's it's like the Chiefs don't have a great secondary. They have Tyron Matthew, who's good, but they have but the offense is nothing, fair, nothing fair, like that. That's fair. true. But I mean, the the Steelers' offense is not the Chiefs' offense. Let's yeah get that show. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Juju Smith-Schuster has not done too much against Marlon Humphrey in his career. I think I'm gonna have to bench him. Besides fumble against him, he did fumble. He did have he a touchdown. Fumbling. He had a touchdown last year, but then Marlon got him back in overtime with a fumble. But I mean, Lamar did have one of the worst games of his career. Did. That's true. Um, That's true. I mean, but, the defense was playing a lot better last year than it is right now. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Also, just talking about Washington, I think Mark Andrews is going to have a bounce-back game. I mean, this is the only game I can remember where he really, really played bad. And we have to think about the amount of times that he's bailed us out or made a huge catch or made a huge one-handed grab. Like, I, I'm not mad at him. It, it sucked. He had a terrible game, but he's a great player. We all know that, and I think he's going to bounce back quickly. He, he has he has kind of had two bad games in his career, and the last one was the uh, the playoff game. The Titans? Yeah. 
Um, that's like that. You notice, like, once if he drops one, it's kind of just like, oh, so I'm just going to bobble every other pass. And it's just, <laughs> it, yeah. That yeah. pass was so depressing. I mean, that was so depressing. I think, yeah, I think just the enough. I think just the entire I, – I was just so mad after the first half in so many different ways. I, I really just wanted to – if it continued, if we had lost like 41-7, to 7, there would probably have been a podcast posted at 1 a.m. last night of me ranting for an hour about the Ravens. Um, but it, it, was, it, was not, it was not a fun game to watch. Hopefully it gets better. Hopefully the Ravens make a run um, for – I think it actually will probably be a better thing, honestly, for us not to have the bye – um, maybe do like get the two or three seed, but um, yeah. I'm, yeah, I just want to. I just want to ask you guys your thoughts on this. Um, Pete Prisco just announced his uh, power rankings. He dropped the Ravens mm-hmm. to number six, and he has the Steelers at three. Any thoughts? I don't. I that? don't mind. I don't mind the. Uh, I, I, I'm fine. I'm fine with the Ravens at six. I, I agree. I, Five, six, fine. The the, the, the Steelers three. <laughs> I, I, two, two. Okay. Wait. Wait, they're two. Three, three, three. Sorry. So let me tell you this: what they did they so they beat the Giants by two touchdowns. Like, Barely beat Jeff Driscoll. <laughs> okay, they beat Jeff Driscoll, who scored three touchdowns on him in the second half, and then they came back. Got, they got their defense got destroyed against the Texans in the first half, and they they came back, which I give it to them. Texans aren't a bad team, but the Ravens just played a bad game against them and absolutely dominated them. The Ravens or the Steelers uh, combined strength. Their strength of victory is zero. That none of none of their teams that they have beaten have won a game. Mm-hmm. So it, it's it's pretty tough to say. You know, the Steelers are the third best team in the league. You can't say the Steelers. You can't say the Steelers are a better team than the Seahawks. Like, what what is he looking at? That's what I want to know. I, what it's you know you know and and this is going to be my last point. CBS. I, I do love to follow them on Instagram. CBS Sports, but. <laughs> Their writers are some of the most delusional people on earth. I mean, they, some of the things they come up with are just, are just mental. It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Joe, if you got, you got your keys to the game for this week for wash for the Washington game. Week, um, I mean, we win without these, but um, um, I want to see the pass rush at least revive itself a little bit. I want to see at least three sacks. Probably not going to happen, but I want to see it. Um, I want to see Patrick Queen play better. He got benched uh, in the second half of the last game. He just looked um, he confused. Just didn't know what he was doing. I mean, I understand. You're look. He didn't even start at the beginning of the year at LSU, so he is not even a year from start. Like he hasn't started in a football game at a high level in for a whole year. Like it has it has been more than a year. So I mean, give him time. He's really young. He's one of the youngest people drafted. Um, in this draft, I think he's 20 now, 21 maybe. Um, so I'm not worried about him. LJ Fort looks good. Um, but I, I want to see him bounce back, and I want to see us run the ball for 300 yards. Yeah. we. I mean, we haven't done it. They, they keep, keep talking about how we're the best running offense in the NFL. Like someone said it last night, one of the announcers, we're not this year. We're definitely not this year. We're, we don't look anything like we did last year. I also want to see the trend continue of just causing turnovers. I know it really, like – we didn't capitalize too well. I think all we got was a field goal off the turnover, but we need to keep causing turnovers. We should pick off Dwayne Haskins as he loves to throw the ball to the other team. And um, I would say just Calais, keep playing well, keep knocking down those passes. He literally saved us on one of them. He, like, blocked some screen pass. We were going to be screwed on that. He just has to keep doing what he's doing. And 
get the wide receivers involved. We we need the wide receivers to do something. Yeah, Duvernay has looked really good with the balls and ball in his hands. Like I think we need to like there's there's been a play a game where we've been like, okay, this ball's going to Duvernay and it's gotten at least twelve yards every time. So I think we need to up his volume. Um Marquise keep keep running by people and Lamar's gonna hit him. I trust him too. And then again, Mark's just he's gonna keep he's got he's gonna catch the ball. I'm not worried. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. I, I know this was a uh, tough, tough day yesterday, tough night. Um, it wasn't great, but hopefully we were going to have a great rest of the season. Um, you know, Ravens are still a good team, still a top team in the NFL. Thank you guys for listening. And we will see you probably tomorrow for our picks podcast.